T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Dan. I'm sure I don't have to tell you it is a Friday. Whoa, feel good Friday. Going to make you feel good around 637, about 37 minutes from now with Hawk and Crowder talking a little bit about this. Dwayne Wade, I'm sure, is your favorite Miami athlete of all time. This weekend, not just about the 1-2 college baseball matchup between the U and UF. It's also about Mr. Dwayne Wade County. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also going to be hearing from the Joe Rose Show. They're talking to Miami Heat announcer Eric Reed because, after all, once again, it's all about Mr. Dwayne Wade. And the Dan Levitard Show will also weigh in on that and open up the club. Right now, let's open up those headlines. 50 from Trey Young helped lead the Hawks past the Heat last night, 129-124. Miami is 11-12 in their last 23 games. This weekend we'll also see the three-day celebration of Dwayne Wade's jersey retirement. Tonight begins a three-game baseball series between Miami and Florida. The 1-2 matchup is sold out, so listen to the action at 7 on 790 The Ticket. The Panthers fell to the Kings last night 5-4. They play again in Vegas tomorrow night at 10. The Canes basketball team go for four wins in a row Sunday at 6 when they take on Notre Dame on the road. Three matches set for Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. The two split the decision in their first meeting, treating us to a 12-round classic back in December of 2018. Bell rings at 9 p.m. Saturday. The Marlins open their spring training play tomorrow at 1 in Port St. Lucie against the Mets. Inter-Miami have released jersey numbers for its inaugural season. First match is March 1st at LAFC. And now you know what time it is after a long week especially. It is time to step into the day spa. (sighs) After removing squatters, a Denver area condo owner had to clean up their left-behind underwear, snake, and sex toys. I mean, I can see leaving the underwear and snake, but not the sex toys. Come on. A mini horse dressed as a superhero was recently allowed to fly first class on an American flight from Michigan to Texas. This emotional support animal thing is getting out of control. A 36-year-old Ohio woman has been arrested after repeatedly calling 911 to report her parents for shutting off her cell phone. Ooh, this makes her my hot mess of the day. A man in Tokyo who stopped using toilets in 1974 says his defecating in public leave the earth teeming with life. Plus, if you're an ant, his crap is a fairy tale candy house. 
So a deuce equals a fairy tale candy house. Yep. Happy birthday, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Love you. Now on the weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast. Chance of rain with temperatures in the mid-70s. Got up this morning. Wanted to get a lot done? Probably not. You didn't want to get up that early. That's why I'm here for you. If you do not catch all the Joe Rose show, he's weekdays from 6 to 10 right here on 560 The Joe. I got some of the best of the best from him. He caught up with Heat announcer Eric Reed talking about Trey Young going off last night. Ooh, that hurt. Bam's assessment, Wade's weekend, and his favorite all-time D-Wade calls. What time did you get home, by the way? I'm always curious. I, I figure you're for 3 a.m. What, what time did you get home? Uh, I think home at 2.30-ish, and uh, after I kicked the covers around, probably asleep at 3, and then up at 6, <laughs> bus stop duty, brother. Eric, that's a quick turnaround, man. If you got home at 2.30 and you were asleep by 3, that's normally if you're getting home late like that. I know you're tired, but you still got to kind of wind down. You just went right to bed, man. I'm proud of you. That's good stuff right there. Well, I have that hour ride home to sort of wind down. So. <laughs> that's a good point. Forgotten. Eric, last night, I mean, we can sit and break it down, but this kid, Trey Young, just put – you've seen a, a lot of great shooting nights. My God, those threes were from downtown. I don't know how you defend them, whether you're 6'10", 6'6", or you're a guy the same size. You can't do it from – if he's making them that far out, you got to let him make them, right? you got to try to contest him, but when he's making them like that, there wasn't much anybody could do, and everybody took their turn. You know, he looked last night like, you know, you know one of Damian Lillard and Steph Curry's you know, youngest brother, because oh, those are the three guys that have that kind of range that you get around 30 feet, you, you better cover them. He scored 20 of his 50 in the fourth quarter. Oof. He had never scored more than 24 in his, in his career against Miami. He had 49 twice in his career. First time he ever got 50. Most points ever scored by a Hawk uh, against Miami. Mm. But it was troubling, guys, because, you know, you, you, you lose four out of five on the West Coast road trip, um, and then you lose this first road game after the break and the reality is since the 10th of January this team is is 8 and 10 and they've had a ton of defensive issues and they came out again last night uh, in the last 10 losses the Heat are given up over 116 a game if you go back to the last West Coast trip and then this game given up 18 threes a game and you can't fight that math and you can't win games when you're giving up that many threes and the odd thing about it you know sometimes the numbers play tricks with you Atlanta came into the game last night you know number 30 in a 30 team league in three point percentage Miami came in number Number one in defending the three in terms of percentage, and it just turned upside down on Miami. And right now, it is a problem that they need to solve. They need to do it in a hurry. On paper, your defense got better when you added Andre Iguodala and and Jay Crowder, but it hasn't transferred over yet. It's become a little bit of a recurring nightmare for Miami over these last you know five road losses. I know that they lost last night, but this season in general, have you have we seen a, an evolution of a game like we have with Bams uh, for a guy that we you know we thought we just be the big guy, the defensive guy, grab rebounds, score points when he has to. 28-19-7. We're seeing more games like this than we're seeing games where he's struggling. It is amazing what his game has turned into in, in, in this season at least. It really is amazing. Uh, Lloyd Pierce, the coach of the Hawks, put it in a good light last night before the game. He said, 
the true ascension of a star is when guys start adding to their game and doing things you didn't expect. He, he said, so everybody sort of grew to expect the athleticism, finishing around the rim, being able to run the floor, being able to defend, you know, multiple positions. But then this year, and, and this, this year has been a culmination of the previous two years of all the work the coaching staff and BAM have put in when nobody was watching. Uh, you know, I've told this story many times. Uh, after his rookie year, he played in summer league for the second straight year. And, and I remember being in Vegas that summer, watching BAM bring the ball up the floor, wondering, you know, what mad scientists on the Heat basketball side came up with this idea. Because at that point, you know, for me, I'm thinking, he just expand his range, you know, so he can make a 10, 15-foot jumper. And they have him not only doing that, but bringing the ball up, up the floor. So, and now you're seeing the fruits of that labor. Uh, think of how tough it is for the opposing center uh, when you see a 6'10 point guard coming up the floor. So, you know, Jimmy Butler's the Heat's point guard, and, and Bam is, is the number two point guard on the team. And he's not finished with his growth and development. Um, you know, when, when, you, when you've had the kind of season Miami has had, the good stories are layered one on top of the other. But I, I think that's the number one story this year, Bam's ascension to the Heat's youngest all-star ever. And I think one of the green lights in free agency and, and building a team is is not only having a player like Bam, guys, but the person that Bam is. It, it's almost too good to be true, yet it is true. So coachable. Uh, all the little things and right things are important to him, and, and that's the kind of a guy you can build with and win with. Is he the most improved player in the league from what you've seen this year? You know, off the top of my head, uh, listen, Trey Young's up about 11 points per game, but I, I think Bam is going to be in that conversation. Uh, there, are, there are some other guys that are qualified and, and will be there with him, but Bam is as improved as any player uh, in this league, and any player we've seen in a long time jumping from from year two to year three, and think about it, guys. He's he's 22 years old. Gosh. I think I think what we just saw was the first of many All Star appearances for him, and a guy that just is to me, he's going to be a natural recruiter to bring other stars to Miami. That's the kind of guy you want to play with because he's so unselfish and he's all about winning. And you're not going to find a better person uh, along with a, a better young player than than Bam Adebayo. Well, well, can we talk about the great recruiter the great recruiter of all time is a guy that's getting ready to have three special days coming up for wade's weekend you know we talk about everything with Dwayne wade but behind the scenes with all the guys that ended up coming here he had to be right in the middle of a lot of it huh behind the scenes well he's been a part of almost every single thing that's been great for the Miami Heat over the 32 years. Uh, that is your your beacon, uh, your your shining star, your your iconic figure in, in your franchise's history. And we've lived through 32 years of it. I mean, another 32 could go by, Joe. And I don't know if you'll ever get anybody that even comes close to accomplishing and doing and meaning all that he has done and meant uh, for the Miami Heat. It's very rare for a franchise to be able to celebrate a career like this. We didn't get the the whole 16 years in Miami, but we got 14 of the 16. Of the five numbers that will be retired after this weekend, Dwayne is the fifth and the first of the retired jerseys that was drafted by Miami. So, uh, you know, five is sort of the magic number. A uh, fifth player taken in his draft, fifth number retired, five finals, on and on it goes. It's going to be, uh, you know, so meaningful, so emotional, I, I, I think so memorable what we see and hear over these next two or three nights and really looking forward to tonight. Celebration maybe like one other. You can remember that big three party uh, back in 2010. Right. And this is going to be similar in format, but I think unique. 
week in, in, in what it means. A deep player in the history of your franchise getting honored, and uh, we all we all live through it from, from his first game to his unforgettable last game, and the night we get to bask in it and relive it and celebrate it with him and his family. You were there for every call. You were there for every play, more than likely, unless you had like that one sick day in like 25 years that you had. You lost his damn voice one, <laughs> one time. Once. But you were there for everything through Wade's career. <laughs> Do you have a favorite call? A favorite, you know, it doesn't have to be a final call because you could say the 2006 finals winning the first championship. You were here from day one. That, that had to mean a lot to you. But your favorite call of Dwayne Wade's that you could think of off the top of your head. You know, I'm going to give you two of them, and I know we will hear both of them tonight during this celebration that, by the way, will be televised beginning at 7.30 on Fox Sports Sun, unless you are in the building tonight. And and I hope so many of you listening will be. Uh, the only other way to, to, to enjoy it is just watch Fox Sports Sun and, and enjoy it from home. So a lot of the calls will be played, obviously. Um, you know, one, one of the benefits of being with the Heat all this time, and, and I didn't really think about this until, you know, the end of last year. You know, my voice and Mike Inglis's voice and Jose Pineda's voice, part of the soundtrack of this incredible, soon-to-be Hall of Fame career. So of all the calls, there's there's two that stand out to me that I just enjoyed so instinctively and, and from the heart. First one was early in his career, a dunk over Christian Leitner, when I said, oh my God, he jumped right out of the building. He's Superman. <laughs> okay, I, yeah. that, you know made up at, at the moment right. was really fun. And the and the, the other one, if I could only pick two, would be the final game of his career, which will go down as one of my favorite all-time Heat games and broadcasts. It was the night after he scored 30 in his home finale to, to beat Philly, and then he hurt his leg jumping on the scorer's table right, after right. the game. Almost didn't even play. It was the very next That's night right. in Brooklyn that Man. we flew out with the team after that, that emotional win over Philadelphia. Final home game. He scores 30. Uh, the Heat win can't end any better than that, right? And then it did end better than that because we go to Brooklyn. He's not even sure he can play. He's on the trainer's table in the locker room a few hours before the game. His knee is hurt. Here he's got LeBron and Carmelo and all these guys at the game. The whole world is waiting to watch his final game. Three hours before the game, he's not even sure he can play. And how does he finish up with, I think, the fourth or fifth triple-double of his career? Right. We're going to relive it. One of the one of the acts in tonight's you know many-act play is, uh, obviously, sitting with Udonis and Dwayne, and we're going to relive that final game in Brooklyn because it was a, it was the jump shot from Haslam with about 20 seconds left in that game that gave Wade his his triple-double. And I don't know how, if the call was any good or not, but I just knew it came from the heart. Uh, you know, we know Wade's an assist <laughs> away from finishing his career with a triple-double, and you got four guys on the court with him standing in place just like watching him dribble it. And in my call, I was like, somebody cut! When Eric Spoh, I saw Coach Spoh after the game, he said, I was saying the same thing watching it from the bench oh. and nobody did cut but Wade hit Haslam at the top of the key and and UD who hardly played last year you know makes that jumper and and Wade's already walking back the other end of the court with his arm outstretched could there be a more perfect ending to you know one of the great careers any of us have ever witnessed than that I, I've never seen a player Joe no matter how great or or not great he's been I've never seen a guy have a final season like Dwayne Wade had the, the love the affection the appreciation and and admiration for for all that he has meant to the game especially here in South Florida but all through the NBA I mean it, it, 
the only city that didn't embrace him was Dallas. Shame on them. They still haven't gotten over 2006. <laughs> okay. I mean, they won an 11. Show. What are they, what are they bitching years, about? Maybe Mark God. Cuban and, and the people in Dallas will forget about that the parade they had planned and had to scrap because of Dwayne averaging 40 a game and the Heat's four right. wins. You know, and then to see it end the way it did, I, I mean, just spectacular. And, and the night we get to relive it and enjoy it all over again. But those two calls are, are two of my favorite, and he made all of us better fans. He certainly made me a better broadcaster. He enriched all of us. He, he left us a treasure chest of memories that future generations of Heat fans uh, are going to have to enjoy and look back on. And, and I, I love the thought of players' number being retired because years from now, decades from now, future Heat fans will look up to the rafters and be reminded of, of some of the, the greatness uh, that we've been that we've been fortunate enough to, to embrace and have yeah. enjoyed, and none more than, than Dwayne Wade. I don't think there'll ever be a, a better, more meaningful player in the history of the franchise for as long as it goes. Could you imagine a guy doing what he did? No. Uh, reduplicating that, five finals, two Olympic golds, three championships, 11 all-star appearances. I, I don't know if you'll ever see that again. He's a he's a Haley's Comet player. I think you said it best, man. Like, you're going, wow, that was great. And when are you going to get us another Dwayne Wade? And right. you say, probably not going to happen again, no matter how many first-round picks. Really good first-round picks. It's hard to get to that level. I'm with you. By the way, i got to ask you something else here. What's with this idiot radio guy for Atlanta? What, what What's this Why guy? does Steve Holman hate the Heat so much? Is what, he... what happened last night? No, no, I was just wondering, is like, are, are you good with him I'm just curious. yeah oh yeah oh, okay. well, we had our thing in the playoffs many moons ago when, right. uh, he, but, was, but you're good. he had it you know I, I came to understand steve a lot more after that playoff series in the 90s uh, he grew up in the Boston area, loving, listening, idolizing former legendary Celtics voice Johnny Most, who who made a career of of making the other team, you know, the arch enemy and and evil figures, and and that's all shtick and act. He's he's won the Georgia Sportscaster of the Year a million times in his career. Had a pleasant exchange with him last night, but that's his. All right, so and that's all right, his act I, I got you. That's and, so and, shtick. And you all right, like little Spolstra, oh, that's the right. thing from yeah. years oh, ago. He's right. a little Spolstra, <laughs> like he. he he, he's about four feet eight himself. So. <laughs> Eric, by the way, oh, the, the buzzer good. beater at Madison Square Garden, this is my house with the L Heat jerseys on and the Varajow dunk, some of the ones I wanted to bring up to you because I could not. I, I rewatched a bunch of them last night when I knew you were coming on, and wow, just and those how, calls. And how about, about you know, my, my, my former longtime partner, Tony Fiorentino, when, when we did his first playoff game together, Dan Van Gundy gave the ball to the rookie, right. and he came through, man. <laughs> right, right. I mean, uh, <laughs> Tony made a career out of that. Eric, man, thank you. That's great stuff. Going to be a fun Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, a guy that's uh, done it all, man. He he is he goes down as as like that special club here at the top here in South Florida, Dwayne Wade for what he's done, man. So enjoy it, bud. Over the next couple of days. Hey, the goosebumps, the tears. Uh, we're going to experience all of it, but a, a very joyful time, and uh, just so happy that think about it. You know, Cleveland sending a back at the end of his career. It, it was a storybook finish. Uh, the Heat and, and all of us appreciated him even more when he returned, and I think he appreciated all that he returned to even more had he not left. So it all worked out, yeah. and uh, tonight, long time coming, and just glad to be a part of it, as, as all of South Florida should be. Magical sports weekend this weekend in South Florida with the Dwayne Wade Celebration. The Canes, number one baseball team in the land, at home against number two rival Florida for three games. Even the Marlins opening up spring training in Port St. Lucie. And the weather, not supposed to be great, not supposed to be bad, so you're not tempted to just go to the beach one of those days. 
make the most of it. These types of weekends don't happen often. Well, some people might not be able to make it out to everything. <laughs> Life gets in the way. Dan Lebetard's show. Listen to this. I'm having a major marital dilemma involving Jerry Seinfeld and Dwayne Wade. I mean, who hasn't been there? We've all been there, right? You'll hear the rest of it next on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. Listening to some Nina Simone, because on this day in 1933... She was born. All on that day, will I run to the rock? Please hide me and run to the rock. Unfortunately, she passed away 2003. She was a little bit crazy, but then again, what great artists aren't? Happy birthday to Nina Simone. Speaking of a little bit crazy, it got kind of crazy cold in Coral Gables earlier today. Hawk and Beasley were out there getting ready for the big 1-2 matchup between the U and UF that's going to be going on all weekend long totally sold out so you can listen to the games on our sister station 790 the ticket we're going to check in with Huck and Beasley in just a little bit if they're not frozen to death might even have some Huckman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers the week that was on that show but right now we're getting to Dan Lebetard you can hear him and his merry men weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on 560 the Joe earlier today they were debating Dwayne Wade or Jerry Seinfeld? Plus, they open up the club. I'm having a major marital dilemma involving Jerry Seinfeld and Dwayne Wade. I mean, who hasn't been there? We've all been there, right? I mean, which one do you want me to tackle I, I heard first? Chris talking about this by the microwave. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the dilemma with uh, Dwayne Wade is I want to go to his game on Saturday night, but I have I was gifted for Christmas two Jerry Seinfeld tickets. Ooh. And before I realized they were on the same date, I had mentioned to my wife, hey, I want to go to this Wade final game. She's like, you can go. And then once I was like, oh, you know what? Jerry Seinfeld's that night. She hit me with, oh, you can go to Dwayne Wade. I'll find someone else to go to Jerry Seinfeld with. Mm. So I'm in this dilemma of do I believe what my wife said, go to the Dwayne Wade game, or should I just be like, this is she's not telling me the truth. I need to go to Seinfeld. It's a trap. It is a trap. They're it, all traps. There's also different she's levels. You, man. There's different levels to this. It's complicated because those tickets were a gift from his parents. Yes. So if he blows that off, he's upsetting not just his wife, but his parents as well. But my wife gave me the okay to do it. But the question is, was she being honest with me? Well, before we get to the trap, there's another layer to that. It's not just his parents that gifted him. It's his coworker who's going to come on air and give him a hard time about blowing it off. Right, yeah. There's layers to this decision. As I've said around here behind the scenes (laughs) that Dan's heard us, overheard us talking about is I'm going to end up going to Jerry Seinfeld because I'm a coward. But I've seen Seinfeld a bunch where this Wade Jersey thing is never going to happen again. Can we hit pause for a second? Pause. You and your wife were going to the uh, the Wade Jersey retirement? No, no, no. Just you. I don't know if you've been listening to this story. No, no. That's why I'm asking to hit pause. That's why I'm asking to hit pause. (laughs) No, no. We have Jerry Seinfeld tickets, right. tickets that my wife and I have planned right. to go to, but right. I wanted to call an audible and go to the Wade game okay. and have her go to Seinfeld with someone else. So you, here's what you do, okay? You go to the Wade game, all right? It's going to happen once in your lifetime. I could say it's for work, too. That's it's going to happen, what, wait, they're going to retire it again, Bill? I mean... <laughs> I mean, anytime you go to the to the games moving forward, you can see that number in the rafters. Yeah, yeah but, they're, I mean? but they're going to pull it up to the rafters Bad. one time in right. Chris's lifetime, and right. Dwayne Wade is, I'm guessing, yes, right? Chris's favorite. age yeah. is his favorite athlete mm-hmm. in, in the history of sports, mm-hmm. right? You have one time... Why you, are you get, just guessing that? Like, it, it has I mean, to be. No, I thought it was Jeff Bagwell. ever yeah. of all time. Oh, 
was Bagwell when he was 12, but his dad has not updated his relationship with his son and does not realize that it is now Dwayne Wade. It's not, it's not yeah, it, it Wade's, it's either Wade or Miguel Cabrera. So. Or Bagwell. Yeah, or Jeff Bagwell. Question. If, if the opponent were better, hmm. would that change, right? Because no, they're playing the Cavs, but let's this say. This has nothing to do with that. But the I know, but, but it's a sweetener, right? If they were playing, say, the like the Bucks or yeah. the Lakers, yeah. would that change something? Um, I don't know. This is really about Wade. I don't think the opponent yeah, really it is a factor. It's all, here. it's, it's literal non-factor for me. I'm only going for the halftime ceremony. Only going for Wade, as, yeah. as it should I'll, be. I'll watch right? the rest of the game like a, at the lounge. So you go to the Wade game, okay, because right. that's where you want to be, right? Right. You just make her night. She goes to Seinfeld. You get her ticket. She yeah. takes a friend. Yeah. You just have to make her night. Your night is bare minimums, right. okay? You are going to the Wade game. You tell her you're going alone, okay? Right. Media credential. It's going to be a miserable night until right. halftime. Then you'll enjoy it. Then you'll be helped. You send her on a night that is far better than yours, right. okay? Now, listen, how you go to the Wade game is up to you. You want to take a limo, you want the whole thing, you do it, okay? Go with friends, however. But you tell her that you're going by yourself, right. yes. maybe a friend. Because if I am going, I'm going as a fan, not credentialed, and I will be getting hammered. And you just make her night, you know, with Seinfeld, a night to remember. Dinner, limousine, drinks, the whole nine yards, okay? You buy your way. What I'm saying is you pay for your right to go right. see Dwayne make Wade. Make a great night for her. Yes, okay. and make your night not so great in her mind. Well, well let me ask you this, too. Well, make it a great night. Do you do you do you come home talking about regretting not going to Seinfeld with her? I should have gone with you, even if the Wade night was amazing. I can't home, tell her it was you, an amazing like Jersey retirement. I, sh- I should be like, you know what? I think I made the wrong decision in hindsight. Absolutely, I should have gone to Seinfeld. Got to regret. You got to make it seem like, hey man, I, you were right. I should have. Yeah, I should have. I should have. Would she be happier going to Seinfeld with or without you? Are you certain? No, that's <laughs> a question. I'd really not. I don't even want to answer. That. I don't want the real answer. Uh, let me question. answer it for you. Without you, okay? It's so, probably going to be her dad going with her if I don't. If that, like, you know, she has a good relationship with her dad. So I think her dad is going to be the person replacing It'd be me. be funny if her dad wanted to go to the Wade Jersey <laughs> retirement also. Chris, you got an extra? <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though. Make the Seinfeld night a night to remember without Chris. And then you got to undersell the night that you had. Yes. The club is an assortment of sounds from this past week. We close out the week with it every single week here on the Levitard Show. Mike, let's open up the club. What do you got? What do you got? What's making you laugh? Secretariat. <laughs> Billy, what are you looking at? Why are you shaking your head? God, that was bad. <laughs> Derek Fisher. They're not getting better. He thought he had the game won with Secretariat. He did. <laughs> he thought it was over. He thought he was ending the game. Brett Gardner. Pretty good. Four more, no? <laughs> Still my favorite. Okay, my favorite. Bernard King. <laughs> oh! Carl Malone. The mailman. Chris Moneymaker. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to play this forever. All right, let's open up the club, Mike. Who is the, uh, what's the first sound in the club today? Jim Zorn. <laughs> Jim Zorn. Who, uh, who's he coaching for? Zorny? Seattle Dragons. That's right. Why would he be coaching anywhere else? Seattle legend? Seahawk legend. <laughs> Jim Zorn. <laughs> who's next in the club? I feel like every single guy over there needs a beating. Tell what about it? the Astros? That's all I know. Who was that? I forgot to tell baseball to shut up. Mike I was Trout? Trout. Yeah, yeah. We, You know what? We never heard from Mike Trout. Not Mike Trout. I feel like every single guy over uh, there needs a beating. Uh, uh, that is uh, Nick Markakis. Beating. Let's hear from Trout. Do we have Trout? I mean, listen, we didn't know what Mike Trout sounded like. Now we know he sounds like a baby. Who's next in the club? <laughs> I didn't think Markakis talked too much. So maybe he had his Wheaties. Ooh. Was that... Mike Trout. That definitely that too much bass in that voice. <laughs> I didn't think Mark Higgins talked too much. So maybe he had his Wheaties. So you got your guess. He said it was Bagwell. I didn't think Mark Higgins talked too much. So maybe he had his Wheaties. Give you a hint. 
It's also an occupation. You really don't know? No, do you? Of course. Can we hear it again? <laughs> you need to hear it again? Okay. Yeah. I didn't think Mark Hickus talked too much. So maybe he had his Wheaties. In a sentence. <laughs> Dusty Baker. Ah, oh, that's right. They fed him to the wolves. Kendrick Dunn. <laughs> Me going up to the plate, no one was coming. It would be uh, pretty fun up there. <laughs> Poor Dusty. Chris Archer. Oh, oh wow. Oh, Excellent. Go. Excellent. Proud of you. Who's next in the club? Mike? UK making a run at the end of the season. That's an important conversation, and I'm glad we're having it. <laughs> I don't know his name. He's a local. Does he do sports? That was Mike Trout. <laughs> that's occupation. <laughs> Eric Enemy drops out of the Colorado job search. How about that? Doesn't want to be head coach. Sports. Hey. Murray Becker, the steal. And the layup. Murray. Also Mike Trapp. Malik Williams. Rim. Collision course. Friday again. Here's Trace Jackson Davis. He says, welcome to the Music Dome. <laughs> this guy put everyone to shame. He really did. Sedano, Izzy, should all be ashamed. <laughs> What's his name? I don't know. Randall Parmalee. Hey, Randall. Randall you eat? Parmalade? Ah, Parms. H.T. in uh, Evansville, Indiana. Thank you for your service. At no point in time did I feel like we were going to be successful. <laughs> Worst game I've ever been a part of. Quarterback of Kevin Gilbride's New York Guardian. <laughs> Mike Mike Woo! Throwing it out there. But the guys in the locker room really appreciated that. You don't have to worry about me. I always got your back. I always got Joe Rose, Dan Lebetard, and especially Hawk and Crowder's back. Even though Crowder apparently is skiing in Minnesota. So... Adam Beasley joined up with Hawk earlier today. They broadcast from Coral Gables, getting ready for the big 1-2 Miami-Florida matchup. Here's a little taste. Dwayne Wade, I'm sure, is your favorite Miami athlete of all time. Not just talking baseball. This weekend is also about Mr. Dwayne Wade. We'll hear more of that next on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Of course, it's not the first of the month, but it is a very happy birthday for Wishbone of Bone Thugs and Harmony. 46 years old today. Also, happy birthday to my program director, my boss, my mentor, my friend, Lynn Weiner here at the radio station. I have been a birthday cake disposal today. Every piece that no one wants to eat or just puts aside, it's mine. I have been eating Lynn's birthday cake. I'm going to lose my foot, I'm telling you. But happy birthday to Lynn, our fearless leader. I wish you had your birthday more often so I could eat even more and more cake. Lynn is the one that comes in and says, are you proud of what you do? Yeah. Hawk and Crowder are always proud in the afternoons from 3 to 6 here on 560 The Joe. Although Crowder is out skiing, snow skiing at that. That's got to be funny. Maybe he's not proud of that. Hopefully they catch some video of him skiing. So Adam Beasley joined Hawk out in Coral Gables, getting you ready for the big 1-2 matchup between Miami and Florida. I love college baseball. I went to LSU. College baseball is huge there. The U have a great tradition. Florida has a good tradition. It's going to be a great week. And, of course, they talked about that, but they also talked about Dwayne Wade. Yes, this is his weekend. Solana had a celebratory montage that he'll share with you. In a little bit, I'll share my montage the week that was on the Hawk and Crowder show in the Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers. Plus, Solana has some headlines for you. 
location today, Alex Rodriguez Park at Mark Light Field. We are on the campus of the University of Miami in Coral Gables. There is a huge baseball series that'll uh, begin tonight. University of Miami ranked number one in the nation against University of Florida. The Stinking Gators ranked number two in the nation. My typical radio partner, who is a Florida Gator, Channing Crowder, off again today. Adam Beasley from the Miami Herald filling in for Crowder today. So I guess you're going to have to be the uh, the Gator supporter, even though you're, <laughs> a, you're a Syracuse orange. Yeah, right. I, I will not support the Gators, but I will say this. Uh, after four years of Syracuse, I'm sick to my stomach that I never came to at least visit UM on a campus visit because I would not have left. Yeah. I would have said to my family, I'll see you in four years. I might even come back to finish high school. This campus is so beautiful. I was telling Beasley before the show, you know, uh, I grew up in Chicago and I had gotten into Ithaca. I'd wanted to go to Syracuse. I was too stupid. And uh, <laughs> I had gotten into Ithaca. I was going to go there. And my dad, who had a love affair with the city of Miami, my dad used to come down with his friends when Cuba was free. They used to come to Miami and then they would island hop to Havana and he loved South Florida and uh, as I was getting ready to go to Ithaca my dad said do me a favor we had no ties to the University of Miami my dad just happened to love the city and he said do me a favor let's go visit Coral Gables let's walk around the campus we uh, we go on a tour and uh, there you know we get to the the center and there's the swimming pool and we get back to O'Hare Airport in Chicago it's December it's snowing and my dad who was not one to impart wisdom all the time he was in the fabric business, as we say uh, in the Jewish world, the schmatas. He was selling the schmatas. We get back to O'Hare, and it's snowing, and he looks at me, and he goes, I'm just going to tell you this. If I was 17 years old, and I could live anywhere I wanted in the next four years, I would be in Miami, and that University of Miami campus is beautiful, and I never visited another school. I made my decision right there. I said, I'm going to UM. Smart man. Have you ever been to Pepperdine? I've never been to Pepperdine. I think that may have actually topped this because you're overlooking Right, that's eclipse. on the West Coast. Yes, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I just pulled it up on uh, Google.com. Uh, 72 degrees and a slight breeze here in Coral Gables. It is nice. Syracuse, New York, it's 30. Wow. So we're here. So you got a huge baseball series tonight, UM and UF, one versus two. The series, all three games sold out. First time this has happened at uh, University of Miami since 2003. Oh, it's big. That's how exciting it is. Mike Piazza is going to throw out the first pitch tonight, and A-Rod is going to throw out the first pitch tomorrow night. This place is going to be lit. Obviously, many of us are excited mostly for the Mark Light Shakes. <laughs> but I digress. So Adam Beasley's here. We can talk about the Miami Dolphins. He's got some Tua news. But first, we have to pay a little homage to our friend Dwayne Wade. There is a uh, a three-day celebration, the legacy, if you will, of Dwayne Wade, and it'll begin tonight at the American Airlines Arena, our producer Alejandro Solana. So you're going tonight, right, Solana? Yeah, I'll be there tonight and tomorrow. And then Sunday, they're showing the documentary film at the AAA, correct? Correct. Alright, so tonight, they have this big ceremony for D-Wade. Tomorrow night, in the halftime of the Cavs game, they're actually going to raise the jersey up into the rafters and then Sunday they will uh, finish the three-day celebration with the uh, with the documentary screening, but it's three big days in South Florida sports. The UMUF series here in Coral Gables, you got the D-Wade celebration at the American Airlines Arena all three days. You also have the Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury fight Saturday night, which I know a lot of people are looking forward to. Our resident Heat fan expert, the guy who lives and dies with the Miami Heat. And Solana, I would imagine because you're a young guy, 
guy. Dwayne Wade, I'm sure, is your favorite Miami athlete of all time. Favorite Miami athlete, and to be honest, probably the reason why I love sports so much. Right, I can understand that. Older people uh, like myself, you have that constant pull, D. Wade or Dan Marino. But for younger people like Solana, 25 years old, there's no question. They didn't watch Marino play. They've only heard stories. So Alejandro Solana has put together a little celebration of Dwayne Wade, and here it is. From Robbins, Illinois, six foot four guard, Dwayne. How do I say goodbye? Game one will be decided right here. Wayne puts it up. It's yes. good. Yeah, baby. Come on, the pick and roll. I feel like I've I've laid it out on the line and given everything that I've I've had to the game. You know, I can walk away from this game being okay with that. This is it. This is the last one. So we can get that out the way and um, then we can move on. It's so special and so you know how do I feel about him I love the guy you know I mean been around him 16 years and uh, there isn't anybody that ever played in Miami that will have a bigger legacy than Dwayne nobody is chills-inducing D-Wade, who has meant so much to South Florida sports for so long. He will get a fitting three-day send-off beginning tonight at the American Airlines Arena. It is fun. I moved to South Florida in February of 2006. I've known nothing but greatness. I mean, when I think about my time here at the University of Miami, I went 87 to 91. It was the greatest era for University of Miami football. I knew nothing else. You get down to Miami and you go, wow, this basketball thing is fun. Incredible. <laughs> you went from Syracuse. Uh, Winning the where, championship in 03. Where, uh, where they're pretty good at basketball mm-hmm. themselves to uh, Miami in 06 was such a great season. 
Um, so we're here at Mark Light, and there's a huge three-game Canes baseball series, but we've got our normal revelry planned for you today. Ira Winderman is going to join us, and we'll talk some heat and D-Wade with him. We've got Lee Sterling, professional sports handicapper. Jorge Sedano. He wants to come on and tell you what he's doing for ESPN about D-Wade. So he's going to join us. Blake James, the athletic director here at the University of Miami, he is going to stop by and say hello. We have a, uh, we really have a loaded potato, as Beasley can attest to from the uh, the pre-show texts and meetings. Yeah, we had high-level production meetings earlier on. Let's, uh, let's get headlines here before we move along. Headlines with Alejandro Solana. Guys, the Heat did lose 129 to 124 to the Atlanta Hawks last night. Let's uh, let's all talk though about how much fun Trey Young is to watch. Now I was rooting for the Heat, but Trey Young is fun to watch. Did he drop 50 last night? 50. 50? That's okay. That's pretty good. Unbelievable. Wouldn't have had a 50 if Bam didn't follow him at the end though. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. You got to be aware of your opponent's total. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a uh, that was a bad loss for the Miami Heat. Like that's a bad loss. They've lost five of their last six. I know uh, there's still you know injuries on that West Coast road trip before the All Star uh, break, and Tyler Hero was out last night. But losing five out of your last six, that's a uh, just a bad. Uh, Bad feeling. Allowed 66 second-half points and 39 in the fourth to a 15-win team. Yeah, the uh, the fourth quarter was ridiculous. You had to be pulling your hair out, Solana. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the first game this season where I was very frustrated. I'm still trying not to overreact, as Heat Twitter tends to do, but that's the first game where you're upset, you're frustrated, you're coming back from the All-Star game, and you lose to a bad team with only 15 wins. Uh, what else you got there? They host Cleveland tomorrow, 8 p.m., Tomorrow, also at halftime, the Dwayne Wade retirement ceremony. His number three jersey will be lifted into the rafters of the American Airlines Arena. That is going to be an awesome moment for Heat fans. I was at the ceremony when they did uh, Shaq's jersey. That was fun, but this one is going to be without compare, I believe, tomorrow night. The Florida Panthers, they also lost last night 5-4 to four to the L.A. Kings, failing to win three games straight. They're at Las Vegas to face the Golden Knights tomorrow, 10 p.m. And uh, even worse for the Panthers yesterday, Toronto won. So now they're uh, they're out of that three slot in the division. They're down in the four slot, and uh, and we got to do the old games in hand thing as we go uh, closer and closer towards the end of the season. A lot of games, though, left. A lot of games. Don't lose faith, uh, don't lose faith in your Panthers first-ranked U.M. baseball team will face the second-ranked U.F. baseball team in a three-game series this weekend. Game one is tonight, 7 p.m. That's where you guys are at. Yes, we are here. We're excited. We just got handed Miami Hurricanes baseball shirts. I mean, we got uh, we got ourselves a big weekend in Coral Gables. I think I now own more Miami gear than Syracuse gear. I'm telling you, these are great-looking shirts. This is really cool. And uh, I'm not lying to you because I've been talking with a lot of administrators here at the University of Miami. This is as exciting a weekend of college baseball. And again, it is sold out. First time a three-game series at Mark Light sold out in advance since 2003. And if you love high-level pitching, it's on tap this weekend, Hawk. Uh, yes. Tonight, Brian Van Bell uh, is on the mound. But the next two nights are when it really steps up. Chris McMahon, night two, and Slade Sacconi, night three. Both of those guys are top 60 prospects. Yeah, it's going to be a really Really fun weekend of baseball here at Coral Gables. Wow, Bees coming in hot with uh, the Canes baseball takes, baby. And he did that. He's not even looking at notes or anything. Off he the did top that of my right head. off the dome. Love it.
And finally, guys, McDonald's is making a six-pack of candles that will smell like quarter-pounder ingredients. Yeah. A, a bun, ketchup, pickles, cheese, onion, and beef, all separate candles to celebrate the burger's nearly 50-year run. I read that. I uh, I think it's great. Uh, everybody likes to light a candle if you're getting romantic. I uh, I think everything but the pickle uh, scent. Uh, I'm good with all of them. You <laughs> fire up those... Uh, <laughs> Those, those burger candles, I'm all I'm all for it. Nah, maybe not that excited about that. You get excited about the Hawk and Crowder show, but life gets in the way. You can't listen to every minute of every show. Here's those Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers that I promised you. Kind of the week that was on Hawkman and Crowder. Hawkman highlights. Highlights. Crowder crowd, crowd pleasers. Crowd pleasers. Bienvenidos al Hockey Crowder show. Brought to you in Miami. Hi. The only lay I'm interested in is a parlay. <laughs> There's a highlight. Oh, do me a favor. Make you a favor. <laughs> I can't. I can barely try. <laughs> That's the highlight of my day. Spooky nugget. Spooky nugget. Get this, your this, ass man. down here and clean this bathtub. <laughs> Why your legs red? Tell Trey Young I said hi. You wash your goodies with shampoo, I not, sure. not soap? I dip it right in. What? What do you mean, what? What? Who? Okie nugget! Hi. Why your legs red? Ay, ay, ay. Que es eso? Oh, I'm a genius no, scientist. No, but I'm not suggesting, I'm I'm not suggesting that Saul Niguez has scored for the Madrileños. What's, that's his, la- a, that's what, what's his last name? Niguez. <laughs> huh? I'll Saul. Tell the, I'll tell you the way I pronounce it. <laughs> oh, don't, don't slip up, Jack. Ooh, un crowd or crowd, please, sir. Hi. Yeah. My ducks is racist. That's why I don't like it. Let's be real. All right. Say, enough. keep it real. The kids say, keep it real. I'm yeah. keeping it real. Fair enough. All right. Let's get to weather then. <laughs> don't, don't slip up, Jack. Spooky nugget. Let me eat your bath water. Mmm, delicioso. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby. Baby back ribs. Chili's baby back ribs. Highlight. And now I walk through Publix parking lots and people scream at me. Crowder! Leonard Skiller does rhyme! Rodrigo! Quieres un Coca-Cola? Un limonada. ¿Te gusta huevos rancheros? Sí, sí. Roba vieja? Oh, moros. Hi. Make you a baby. Okie nugget. Who? I'm pleased. That's how we do it. Your Friday, your weekend is here. Hope you enjoy. If you want to hear that again, you want to hear this show again, or any of the shows on 560 The Joe, you download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Also, you can go to the radio.com app, our website, wqam.com. Any questions, hit me up on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. I'll be back Monday with another edition of the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.